Welcome to The Conscious Investor. Let's get started. is powerful and it's an amazing opportunity for you to grow your future. That's exactly what we're going to talk about today on this week's Conscious Investor Mindset Edition. I want to just dive into that concept and in this episode you are going to find different ways to look at your past. We've all been conditioned to look at our past in a particular way And we might be missing out on a really powerful opportunity to shape our future because we have this weird relationship with looking back to the past. So join me. We're going to do a little bit of time traveling. But before we do that, I just want to invite you, if you haven't already hit that subscribe button or shared an episode, please do that. This episode, it doesn't have any advertising and it is all word of mouth. And you are amazing listeners. You've been steady and you've been consistent with me. And I'm just going to ask that you help grow this podcast by sending an episode to someone that you know is going to benefit from it. Also, I'm going to give the caveat that I have a head cold. That's all it is. It's just a head cold. But if I'm sounding a little bit nasally or a little bit off, it's it's not you. It really is me. But I always want to show up and I want to never stop producing great content that's going to help you become the very next best version of yourself. So you know what? It's time. Grab your time travel suits. We're going to do this blast to the past. Understanding who you were in the past and who you are, that allows you to see the areas where you've grown and also the areas where maybe you need to be tending the gardens a little more carefully. Maybe this will resonate with you, but my relationship with the past is a little bit of a sordid affair. And I realized that I avoided looking to my past um, and I was latching on. I didn't want to be doing that whole looking in the rear view mirror thing. I didn't want to be so tied down by my past that I wasn't living my present and into my very best future. Voltaire actually said this really well. This is how I, until you know, maybe the last year, looked at my past. He says, the longer we de- dwell on misfortune, the greater is their power to harm us. And that's really how I was my relationship with the past. Maybe you can relate. Oftentimes we think about the past, um, many of us, in terms of uh, what did we endure? What did we struggle through? What hardships did we face? And we're looking at maybe the traumas and the difficulties rather than the joys and the triumphs. There's a harmonious balance between the two of those, right? And we can't live so much in the past. We can't look to the past for like all of the negative elements and the in the difficulties. And we also don't want to live in the glory days of the past, right? So there's this balance that we find when we are looking to the past. So thinking of um, you can't change the past. That was my thinking. Like there's no point in going back and revisiting the past. There's nothing I can do about it. And because I had that posture towards the past, I missed out. 
if you are not revisiting the past, who you were, you are also missing out on a number one opportunity to become the very next best version of yourself. Here's the thing. The past has unparalleled information about you. It will tell you who you are. It tells you like what makes you tick. It actually holds the DNA that influences the decisions that you are making today. So neglecting the past means maybe a sordid future because we're not harnessing that power from the past. So we can look to the past We don't need to look in order to place blame on anyone. We don't have to look to have regret. We also do not need to look to the past to be like, oh, those are the glory days. We're so great, you know, but we can look to our past to see ourselves in a fresh new way. Just another note on the glory days type um, concept. Remember that, yes, you have successes. That is really great. But you want to have continual successes. You don't want to just live in past successes. You want to have continuous successes in all of life. What's interesting about our relationship for most people with their past is that we're willing to look at history. We'll pick up a history book. We'll pick up someone's memoir. We will engage other people's stories and we'll, we'll think, wow, that's so great that, um, you know, especially with a memoir, they're still alive. They wrote this. This is amazing. And, and we'll accept and receive that. But we forget that just because we're not dead um, and that we are still writing our very own history just because it's a story that is still unfolding doesn't mean that the value is diminished. In fact, I'd say on the contrary, if we look at our past as this opportunity, then we can write the exceptional future that we want to live out. The past is a bridge to the future. You are in the present you can um, be the bridge between both worlds and it's exceptionally powerful. Some of the things that we might find when we truly engage our past, they can be very difficult to um, encounter. I did not realize I had abandonment issues. I come from a strong family. Um, It was whole, it was intact father, mother, siblings, everybody was together. And yet, as I was looking at my past, I realized, wow, I have this abandonment issue. It took me years to actually address that. And yet it was something that was holding me back from being able to deeply connect with other people. When we are willing to look to our past, in this case, it was extremely painful It was like, I'm not supposed to think that or say that. Um, Only people who have extreme trauma, only people who are, you know, torn from their families and, or have someone actually, a parent actually leave the family. Those are the people that should have abandonment issues, not me. And yet, as I went through and I was evaluating, why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? That was something that really stood out to me and something I had to address. But by being willing to look to the past and seeing that it has been able to be a connection piece to the relationships I have in present day, I don't have that broken spot anymore, or I should say it's something that's healing, right? And so I'm able to engage people in a different way that is healthy and whole. 
not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. As you look in the past, you might also find joy. I had a really great childhood. That was great. I had amazing times in uh, my late teens and early 20s, rock climbing with exceptional people. We've I've had some really great um like so many amazing experiences in life, too many to count. And that's a blessing right there in and of itself. But you know what? We were, we can look back and we can say, wow, look at these gifts I was given. Look at all this joy I was able to receive. So it's not just looking back and trying to pick things apart and be like, okay, well, where did people mess up? Why am I the way I am? That's not the purpose in looking to the past. Another powerful element that has very much shaped me right now over the last four months is looking to my past to see where did some of my present day habits form? Unfortunately, habits oftentimes are birthed in our younger years. And that's exactly what happened. I didn't realize until recently that I have a interesting relationship with being successful. I actually self-sabotage because I am afraid of success. Now you hear people say that, but then you start trying to figure out why. And it's not so much the why, but it's always who. Who is it inside of me that is afraid of being successful? Why is this person acting the way they were acting? Well, when I went back to my early years, I could see how much I wanted to keep up with my brothers and how much I wanted to be at the head of my class and be successful. But there was always that one person that was always five steps ahead and I was just never going to be there. And so instead of rising to the occasion, I simply just gave myself a pass. I simply said, no, it's okay. You know, you don't really need to be number one. You're fine. Like let's some, there's always somebody better. And so I put this cap on my ability to really charge forward. Now that's going to sound surprising to a lot of you listeners that that's how, that that is in my life because I'm out there and I'm producing content and doing so many things, but every person has a story from their past and habits that are living habits that are being rewritten. I'm rewriting that habit. I began rewriting that habit years ago when I started writing and making that choice to be a committed writer. And I rewrote that habit when I went back into the public school education world and launched a robotics team. There's so many examples of how I have been really using a lot of strength to rewrite that habit and to reshape it in my life. In fact, this podcast is part of that reshaping of a habit. The fact that I have, you know, put out content every single week for a year and a half, 200 episodes plus, that habit right there is proof and evidence or you know, that, that, um, as evidence that that habit is shifting and changing, that I am learning to push through in a different way. Does that mean that I didn't push through before? So a lot of times we don't want to admit some of our, you know, little habits because we think, oh, well, if I say that out loud, people are going to think that I'm not this way. And I am that way. And 
And we do this whole, like, we think we can have these Jedi mind tricks on people. And I want to encourage you, the more honest you are with yourself and the more willing you are to be vulnerable and, and receive who you are, the more powerful the path is to the future. Another window of the past um, is really exemplified best from one of my coaching clients. And she realizes we are working together on going back to the past to reconstruct a powerful future. And as we're working through this material, she realized as a teenager, all the boys that she was chasing, it wasn't for the reasons that she once thought or that the people around her thought. She realized, wait a second, I didn't feel valued. I was trying to find the value, my value, my worth in these people. And the moment those people didn't find me valuable, I moved on because she was on a treasure hunt. She was trying to find the value of herself. It was a hole in her life. And that led to some very difficult times. She now sees that. What was really cool is that she's able to go back to that person and that, you know, past version of herself and say, you can give yourself a hug. Now, old me would have thought that that was ridiculous. That's not how I was brought up. I didn't understand this whole concept of self in this way. And yet having experienced it myself, I see how powerful it is and being able to work with coaching clients to help them. I see the immense power in being able to look back at yourself, to even time travel, out-of-body experience, um, and just to be able to give yourself a hug and say, it's okay, you're going to be okay. I get why you did this. And the healing can start in a different way. We can actually say, "Um, you were doing it for these reasons. And now present you has this whole new um, availability to heal Because our identity shifts when we look at why we were acting and behaving in a certain way, then we can shift our perspective on who we were back then. Wait, I did, I made poor choices, but here's what was really going on beneath the surface. Never, ever diminishes wrong choices. I'm not saying that, but when we can understand why we can really heal as we move forward. And her story really isn't that different from so many of our stories, like that point of being valued. And so what happens is if we don't understand, wait, I wasn't valued. Now we're in a relationship present day, and maybe we're getting divorced because we don't know how to show somebody that they're valuable, let alone receive that we are valuable to that person. Other ways our past can show up is in our children. And that was a huge reason that I chose to dive into my past to find some of my habits. I could see some of my habits being imprinted on my kids. And I'm thinking, wait a second. And I started going back to my habits that I developed in childhood. So our habits, um, well, let me explain that a little more. What would happen if those habits continue to go untended? Where would that leave our relationship as they went off to college? Are they going to be the kids that go off to college and leave the nest and never want to call home? I'm not sure. I do know that I'm going to make every effort to build into those relationships so that they're whole and they're complete. Your past is 
extremely powerful in informing who you are moving forward. As you are going about your week, take some time and set it mentally aside so that you can take time to dive into your past. That might be on your drive to work. For me, you know, having quiet time um, to dive into something like this is a little challenging. So it might look like the 15 minute drive into town to pick my kids up. That might be where that starts. Don't make it something unobtainable, but find that point to where you can have that time set aside so that you can do a little bit of time traveling, have fun with it. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything negative, but be aware it can really unearth some um, hidden hurts that you didn't know were there. That's great. I just want to encourage you. If you find something like that, that's really great because it's been there this whole time. And those create just these blocks in our life that don't allow us to move forward. So, you know, when you find one of those, do a little celebration. Like, yes, this is great. I can find this and I can heal from this. Okay. It's no different than having a little, you know, owie under the surface that you're finally getting to deal with. On the bright side, this past is a bridge into your future. Okay. And um, I would love for you to just like shoot me a message. Let me know about your time travel experience, figuratively speaking, obviously. Um, And if you literally figure that out, let me know. That's really interesting. Um, And, you know, if you are over on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, just tag at happy Julie Holly um, in a picture that just shows like something about your present that you are absolutely loving um, and share this concept with other people. More people need this permission to be able to, you know, not avoid the past because, oh, it's so painful or, oh, I'm going to just stay in my glory days. More people need permission to say, wow, this is so cool. I, I have history behind me and I can go to that history to learn about who I am so that I can rewrite a really exceptional future to my life. You guys are so awesome. Um, if this was some helpful to you in any way, please make sure you leave a rating and review. I would love to see what stood out to you in the episode and please make sure that you share it with someone else. I'd like to also um, receive, receive. I'd also like to extend, I love receiving, but I'd like to extend invitation. I have a few coaching spots coming up. Some people are um, a little frustrated. They're like, I didn't know that you were coaching. I don't really go around um, broadcasting it too much. However, I will probably broadcast this a little bit more, Um, but if you or someone you know is looking to unleash their greatest potential in this world, just head to julieholly.com, schedule a strategy session, and we'll see if it's the best fit for both of us. You guys are exceptional. You have no idea how grateful I am to be able to serve you by creating um, mindset and, you know, top leading industry um, interviews throughout the week, every single week. Um, So thank you for that privilege and that opportunity. Until next time, live big, love bigger. If you're embarrassed to answer the question, what are you reading? Or you're looking for a community to read with, the five-week book and networking club is for you. The five-week book and networking club helps readers of all kinds grow, learn, and connect with others in a really meaningful way. There's no commitment, 
join the group book by book. If you're the person known for not finishing the books you start, or maybe you're a self-proclaimed slow reader or can't decide which book to read next, join us. I provide a reading schedule broken into five simple days of reading with an average of seven pages a day. Reading is such a powerful way to expand your thinking, understanding, and skill base. And reading with the five-week book and networking club will also build your network and affect your business. In 2021, the five-week book and networking club completed eight books and 40 weeks of reading and networking. Head over to julieholly.com to connect so you don't miss out on the next book.